Welcome to the In Awe Podcast, where we amplify women and empower a community through the mission and their message. I am your host, Sarah Johnson, English teacher and school principal turned author and entrepreneur, living my own leap of faith on a mission to teach masses. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook at at Sarah S.A. Johnson. Be sure to subscribe to the In Awe Podcast so you can join me each week as I feature women who will leave us all in awe of their impact on our world. Hello, my friends, and welcome to our final series in 2020 and the first official series in year three of this podcast. At publication of this very episode, I am celebrating the second anniversary of the first time I pressed publish on the very first episode, not knowing where this would all lead, but knowing it was my purpose to share messages from women all around our world to inspire and empower us all. I am astonished by how quickly the time has melted away, amplifying inspiring stories for this community that just continues to grow. What an honor. Year three of this podcast is going to be the best yet, and this series is the perfect kickoff to prove it. Our guiding quote for the series is, If serving is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. And our first guest provides a beautiful life message illustrating the deep meaning of leadership tied to service. Jerry Parscale spent 28 years in education and has worked as a classroom teacher, principal, professional development director, and finally deputy superintendent. Her mode of operation was always the same, learning for all kids. Her most important role is that of mom to two great sons, David and Nicholas. In this episode, we discuss Jerry's life of service as an educator through many levels and her current work with Solution Tree. Her service as a loving mother, especially to her son Nicholas, who was diagnosed in 2016 with a brain tumor. Nicholas's podcast and the beautiful purpose that Jerry aids it to serve to bring in messages of positivity and joy. And Jerry gives us beautiful insight into her experience in learning to be cared for while she serves throughout this journey. Friends, I am so deeply honored that I got to have this open conversation with a woman who has lived a life of beautiful service and continues to do so in such stunning ways. I love her very practical insights into what it takes to serve a child to live each day with hope, purpose, and positivity in the midst of a terrible diagnosis. There was not one moment throughout the entire interview that I could say was not meant to serve a mission in this message, and I am elated that you are here to receive whatever it is that needs to serve you in the listening, friends. It is my deep joy to share with you Jerry Parscale's service story. Welcome, Jerry Parscale, to the In Awe Podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation with you and deeply honored to be able to share you with my In Awe community. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Really an honor. Well, it's, I'm so excited for our listeners to hear your story and also for me to be able to get to know you better. So would you do us a favor and just share a little bit about your current context and what you're up to in this beautiful world of ours? I will. Uh, my name is Jerry Parscale, and I live live in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, which is right in the middle of these United States. Um, And I actually am a former educator. I uh, was an educator on site for 28 years. I was a teacher. Um, I was a principal. I was a um, gosh, a professional development director of professional development. And then I ended my on-site career as the deputy superintendent at the Fort Leavenworth School District in Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. And uh, throughout my journey in education, I've always had really one um, focus, and that is, is the learning of the child. And so 
I have also been blessed to be able to work with a company uh, called Solution Tree. And Solution Tree uh, is a publishing company, uh, but we also provide professional development to uh, teachers and school districts across these United States and Canada and really worldwide um, to be able to work with them on, on how to best work with students um, and really uh, how all learners can learn at high levels. And so that's uh, since my retirement a few years ago, that's what I've been doing. Um, in addition to that, um, I have two uh, beautiful sons. I have a 22-year-old and uh, I have a 14-year-old. And actually, the 14-year-old is how you and I uh, came to know each other. And um, so his his journey has been my journey. Um, and I'd love to be able to talk with you about that. But that kind of gives you an understanding of, of who I am and, and how we came, you and I came to be. Yes, I love it. So I know that many of my listeners will be familiar with Solution Tree as an institution. And that's just so awesome to hear that you get to yes. serve continuing in the education profession in this, I would say, like a sunset <laughs> chapter for you professionally. Right. It's a, it's a it's the best job in the world. It, it really really is because to be able to work with educators and to really learn with them, it's, it's just so wonderful. We, uh, in fact, we were, I was just, I had sent, uh, a text to a dear friend of mine, Mike Matos the other day. And, and he is of course, um, one of, one of, uh, our, our authors in, in solution tree. And I just, I thanked him again, and I and I just said how fun this is, how how wonderful it is to be able to work with, with such wonderful teachers, and and it just brings a smile to my face because when we help them get better, then our kids get better, and and it just makes it all wonderful, worthwhile. I'm just beaming over here listening to you, and so I love it because we have you featured here on the series on service, and I chose that series without totally knowing your entire story, but knowing that you've had, you've lived a life of service and education. Anybody who is an educator understands that, but you also have a very important part of your life, which is uh, in a loving service as a mother. And so I definitely want to get into that topic, but I wanted to make sure that the listeners heard all of that from you because there is, you know, we have so many layers in our lives of our titles and the ways we serve and how we serve. And I just think you've had a really brilliant lifetime of that. And I'm thankful for you. So thank you for doing all of that and for continuing to work with Solution Tree. It's it's really good. But truly, it's a pleasure. It is a pleasure. That's awesome. Okay. So yes, we did get connected. I had the wonderful experience of being a guest on Nick's podcast, which was such a joy. I received a message from you that um, Jimmy Casas had referenced that I might be a good guest. And then here we are, I'm communicating this woman and I'm looking at your email signature and I'm processing, you know, this Lady, there's more to her than just the arranger of this podcast. <laughs> um, because when you're in that world, you understand that sometimes you get asked to be on podcasts. Sometimes I'm reaching out. You don't always know who's behind that, but I could tell that there was something depth filled here. So thank you for the service that you do. You want to share a little bit first about Nick's background, and then let's talk about that podcast. I'd be happy to. Um, my son, Nicholas, about four years ago, um, I, you know, it's so funny because I say about um, on July 9th, 2016. It's so funny because um, everyone knows where they were 
um, when they hear what I'm going to tell you. Um, so when I say about it's, I have to chuckle at myself because it's like, Oh, I think it was, no, we actually remember. So we are actually, we were at, um, we were in, um, on a family vacation in uh, Florida and the night before we were to come back, um, my then 10 year old Nicholas came in, uh, to where I was sleeping and, and of course woke me up and, and said, mom, 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 I threw up. And I said, Oh, for Pete's sakes. And, and it was just the night before we were to come back. And so I went in and helped and cleaned it up and, you know, all of those things moms do. And, and we came home the next day and, and I thought, well, we just needed a, a vacation from our vacation. Uh, and so the next day I told him, I said, oh, buddy, I'm going to have you lay around and just relax the next day. And um, actually, um, he had had a, a, just a, a terrible, terrible headache and was throwing up. And, and so I thought, you know what? this is not normal. And so the, the, the following day, which was actually the 8th of, um, July, um, we had gone into, um, see our, uh, just our family doctor and he gave him a couple of shots thinking what it was going to be. It was going to be a migraine. And he was alert enough though, to say, you know, if it's not gone by tomorrow, uh, come in, we have Saturday hours, come in and, uh, that is, in fact, what we did because it wasn't gone. And so at uh, at that point, we went to Children's Mercy, or excuse me, uh, Lawrence Memorial Hospital, which is a smaller hospital here in our uh, in our fair city. And um, they ran a CT scan. Uh, long story. But uh, to make it short, he had fluid on his brain. Um, so we went to Children's Mercy uh, in Kansas City, Missouri. And um, after several, um, a couple MRIs and checking him out, we found out that he had a what's called a, a pineal blastoma, which is a brain tumor. Um, and that we found that out on the 9th of July in 2016. And so his battle with that brain tumor and cancer that had all, had gone to his spine uh, by that point has gone on since then. He has had um, countless rounds of chemotherapy and radiation. And then in January, um, we had the... Uh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity to attend the Super Bowl uh, this past year. And Kansas City Chiefs were in it. And, and I'm a huge, huge, huge Kansas City Chiefs fan, as is he. And so uh, a friend of ours uh, connected him with another gentleman and we were able to go. And through uh, Mark Evans, who is the gentleman that we met, um, he and Nicholas had spoken and said, you know, of course, several times and had said, you know, I would like to do a podcast. Uh, that's my, that's my dream. And and the podcast is to really focus in on positivity. He said, I think that Nicholas had said, I think that I, I I'm still on this journey and, and having success in this journey. And it's been easier for me because he focuses in on, on the positive and positive people. And so hence um, he has had, some wonderful guests, including yourself, and really does focus in on uh, people who are positive and, and the fact that positivity really is the way to go. 
it, it, it is a choice. And when, when you are making that choice, you know, you're going to be happier. Everybody else is going to be happier. And so that kind of has led me to this point. And so, yes, I'm behind the scenes um, with Nicholas, um, but we continue his fight. Um, and so, you know, that's where we're at today. I am recovering a little bit as I listen to you because I think you're so adept at telling this story. First of all, because you are a masterful storyteller as being an educator and a speaker. And I can hear that. And as, and as you said, as you started out where, you know, about, but you knew the exact date and I listened to you brush over all of the details about the treatments and, and all of this. And I think as a mom from one mom to another, the amount of service embedded in every day is one that I'm certain has a lot of gratitude, but also some pain tied to it. You know, that pain and promise of lovingly serving your child. Um, And so I just wanted to acknowledge that, that I'm hearing you. I'm so inspired by your um, focus and how you've helped guide and, and support Nicholas, because he's amazing. Um, and having this podcast, oh, oh my goodness. And, and you know, so many people, you know, you can choose which direction you're going to go, like you said, when you get a diagnosis. But it's really clear to me that Nicholas's spirit is meant to be amplified in this world. And it's a service that you're doing by sharing his message with so many, you know, you're behind the scenes doing all these things. But it really, I know it's not easy. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Thank you. So, okay. Do you, let's talk a little bit about um, the podcast. I know you said it's, it's focused on positive people. Can you just share some of the nuts and bolts with the listeners in terms of what it takes to pull that off? Um, and also the format, because it's so fun. I He's such a great guy. It's, I love the questions. He's so, I just, I love the whole spirit of it. So I want to be sure that listeners can hear about that and we'll be sure to link it so they can connect. Sure. So, um, as, as I've said, one of the things that he really wants to be able to do is to focus on people who are, are positive and who are really making a difference for other people um, in this world by being positive. And, and we've been blessed, um, again, with some wonderful guests. Um, you've been on. Um, we've had uh, Dr. Kevin Ginn, who is his oncologist, who um, of course, is you know just a wonderful man. Um, we have had um, people all the way from. Um, we have an upcoming episode with Mike Brown, who is a former NBA uh, basketball player, and we have had um, our family priest all the way to Paul Rudd, who is a friend of <laughs> of, of ours. Um, and you know, I think. He was so funny. Nicholas is so funny. He loves and loves and loves and loves to talk to people. Um, so interviewing for him is is not a difficult thing. Um, but when we started, um, he uh, again, Mark Evans, who we owe this podcast to, Mark had um, had set him up with a company called the Podcast Factory. And so what we do is we have he has a, a set he has a script if you will um, that that helps him to fo- Nicholas to focus in on specific questions uh, to ask people with regards to their positivity um, what you know the most positive things that they feel they're doing um, is in their life um, and then 
we allow, you know, of course that allows for Nicholas to be able to take it in different directions. And sometimes he does. And sometimes he doesn't. Um, it, it just, I think it just depends. Um, but he, he, he really does, you know, like to, to dig into the, the, um, the person that we're interviewing, find out about them, find out about their background. Um, and I work with him, um, on doing that. And, um, you know, the internet is a wonderful thing. And so we can find things (laughs) out. Um, but really I think it's been, we've been so blessed because really he has had an opportunity he is growing, you know, so much by these podcasts because he really is having the opportunity to uh, to be able to to interview a wide range of people that he might not normally uh, be able to interview and, and to meet. Um, in addition to that, then what we do is is the podcast that that we do is he he's sometimes pretty short and sweet. They can be uh, nine minutes long all the way to twenty nine minutes long, and uh, it just depends on on uh, on the, the the how the interview goes, and and then. Um, we wrap it up and then uh, we send that off to the podcast factory and they can, they put, you know, they, they do their magic. And then every Thursday um, it drops a different one drops. And so one of the things that we have really tried to do um, is to get a lot of them um, pre-recorded so that if in fact uh, Nicholas starts to feel um, kind of puny um, then in fact, he'll, he'll go ahead and not have to do one, you know, for every week, but we have several that are coming up, upcoming. So, um, it is a, it's called Nicholas, the brave chemo kitties and canines and the chemo kitties and canines actually is, was his idea. He would like to, um, he'd like to put together a foundation for kids with going through chemo and and the cancer uh, journey, we have he's a big animal lover, and we have four dogs uh, and two cats. <laughs> animal House, and um, he he is a firm believer that the dogs help him um, when he's not feeling good or when it you know are his companions, and and he loves them dearly. And um, his idea is to be able to. Uh, connect through rescue agencies, uh, through animal rescue agencies, to be able to actually give a puppy or a kitty or a, or a dog that might have not have another home to kids who are going through cancer, because he, he thinks that that would be wonderful. So that's the chemo kitties and canines. That's the reason for that. Um, and so he's, he's pretty excited about that. That's awesome. And I'm so glad you went there because I was curious myself. And I love um, listeners, I'll make sure to link that podcast so that you can get in touch with it because I know you're going to want to. And I just love that you here you are raising a service oriented young man, um, you know, and again, through the midst of our own storms, there aren't going to be everybody who rises up to, to serve during it. So what do you think it is that has Nicholas so driven to serve? Is it part of your focus in your home? Is it just who he is? I'm really curious about that. And, you know, I've been asked that before and, and I must tell you, I, I wish I knew. Um, and, and, you know, people are very kind when they say, well, of course it's, you know, you and your husband and you've raised your children like that. And, and we, of course have, we've tried very hard to, to help our kids, you know, experience as much of the world and, and meet all sorts of people and, and to be, 
you know, lovers of all and, and understand that everyone has their own journey. I think, I think maybe that's where Nicholas, I think maybe that's the reason that he has, has just branched out in that way is, is we really did try to raise our kids and continue to raise our children that, you have your things going on and yes those are those stink you know for you and and there is no doubt that there are days um when we all are not so positive but yet we've tried to raise our kids and and Nicholas really personifies this that yes i know i'm going through some some junky stuff but yet i know that other people have their stories too and they may not be going through some great times. And so if I can be positive and help them, um, then in fact, that's what I want to be able to do. And one of the things I think that kind of stopped me in my tracks, there have been a few moments um, that have really, that have been gut-wrenching for me as a mom, as I've gone through this with Nicholas. One of them came very early on in his diagnosis, and I'll never forget, um, he was in the bathtub when it happened. And I was just, you know, talking to him as he took his bath, and and I was helping him out of the tub and drying him off because, you know, at, at this point, the chemo had kind of kicked in and and some of, you know, his his uh, movement had, had been impaired. And so I was helping him out, and, and he said, Mom, I think I know why God gave me cancer. And I said, oh, gosh, what? why do you think God gave you cancer? And he said, because God knows that I can handle it. And so if I have it, maybe another little kid doesn't have to. And I thought, oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I that was one time where I had to say, buddy, good for you. I'll be right back. <laughs> and so I had to I had to kind of swallow hard and and went in, you know, just took a walk, a walk around the house, you know, and came back in. And because that really got me. And he has he has from then on has believed that he, every time he has relapsed, he will say to me, mom, I just saved another kid. And so, Mm. (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Just like, oh my gosh, you know, God blessed me with you. I mean, you know, and, and, Mm -hmm. and both of my kids, you know, my oldest son, David and Nicholas, both are, are, are very, very kind people. And I think that that's all we can ask, you know, just be kind, Mm. especially now, just be kind and know that there are other folks out there who need you. Um, And he really, I think that that's probably where, you know, that's, that comes from. That's just a beautiful spirit. And I'm so grateful that you shared that moment with us. I know it's a precious one for you. And I don't want our listeners to think that, well, she's just so Pollyanna and, oh gosh, you know, everything's wonderful. And it's not, (laughs) you know, this, this past week um, have been, has been, has been difficult. He had another MRI yesterday, a a rare Sunday MRI, not because of an emergency, just because Mm -hmm. that's when they could fit him in. And, um, you know, this next step is a, is a crucial one, um, because we don't know, um, the cancer has come back yet again. And, um, so if the, he had an MRI, um, about two months ago and at that point it had come back and, um, he actually made the decision himself to stop the oral chemo trial that he was on and take a month off, take a couple of months off and, um, see if he can, he can, uh, 
he can actually be in this next trial, um, which would be an intravenous drug in addition to um, oral chemo. But that means um, that the tumor would have to grow. So, you know, here's a 14-year-old making the decision, you know, I'm going to go ahead and let it grow and want it to grow so that we can, in fact, uh, experiment and do some other work with this horrible, horrible disease to see if we can, we can get it to work. Um, and so he's making some, some pretty big choices on his own. So he's a, we always tell him he's an old soul and he really is. He's an old soul, just the way he thinks and, and the things he says and the decisions that he makes. So I just wanted to say, you know, to your listeners, it's not all, uh, it has not been, you know, rainbows all the way through, but I think it is. And that's what I've really learned from Nicholas. It's how you look at things, how you choose to look at things. And so, you know, you can be sad for a little while and then say, okay, now what's our plan? And, and that's what we've done. It's a really beautiful message, um, honestly. And so again, thank you for that truth too. And I'm just, I'll be praying for you and your family as you continue this journey. Um, because I, I know that it's, it's one that nobody wants. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, right. you get welcomed into a family, right? They say it's, it's the membership card you never wanted to have, but it sounds like everything you're telling us is that this message, this life message, this testimony of a life that Nicholas has really is that helping us all to see even through the message that you're sharing today, it's not our load, it's how we carry it. And he's clearly, oh, he's carrying it so, so well. And I'm just, and, and again, thinking about you holding him through all of that. And I know you all probably have your role in that. And then just saying from, you know, again, thinking about a mom, <laughs> Um, cause it's not just Nicholas in your life and, and, you know, we all, we all serve in our different ways. And so just curious about at this time, how has, how has it been for you regarding like COVID adding all these extra layers of the medical piece? Um, you know, how are you keeping yourself healthy? I know those are two questions. Well, and, and, you know, he is, I, I will say he's nervous about COVID. Um, we, I'm a news junkie. It's, it's really sad <laughs> and, um, and, and, and truly do follow everything as much as I can. And, and I think I've had to, as a mom, readjust because he was starting to get stressed the more he mm. saw uh, about COVID. And so we backed off on that. But I, I, I think that, you know, we, we've just been smart about it. Um, if, if, you know, wear your masks, <laughs> please, please, please <laughs> wear your masks, um, follow what the science is telling us and, and all of those things. And, but yet, you know what, as far as keeping our family healthy, we don't, he doesn't go out much um as far as uh as far as what we used to do we haven't been able to travel as much like we we used to be able to do um but we have tried to you know keep it light i think around the house and we have he's he loves 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 cooking and baking um and in fact his make a wish was uh to meet Gordon Ramsay and so he got to meet Gordon Ramsay a couple of years ago and that was just wonderful and and um 
just we've met um, through a dear friend, Carrie, uh, who lives in Philadelphia. We've met uh, Jen Carroll, who was um, who is a wonderful chef. Uh, we've met Chef uh, Monty Glass and uh, a wonderful baker. And so he himself now um, has baked and, and, and been cooking and likes to spend time on the Internet, <laughs> just like any other kid, and plays his Xbox and and his PlayStation and, and all of the other things that I don't even know what they are. Um, and we, you know, we will, we'll play, he'll often ask me to play football with him downstairs on the computer. So we, so I, I lose <laughs> when I play Madden NFL and, and, uh, and, you know, it's just, he's, you know, but here's the thing. He's, I, I often will hear this. I don't know how you do it. And I'm a, I'm a mom, you know, you're a mom. Well, all of us moms out there, you just do, you know, you just do because you would never do anything less. Um, you know, as an educator, I think I always, I, I always wanted to tell people, um, I think that it's our moral obligation to treat everyone's child as if they are our own and, you know, wanting the best, you know, the absolute best. And, and, you know, as I work with Solution Tree and I work with schools, of course, that's, you know, what, that's our mission. It really is our moral obligation. And I, and I often, you know, think of that when I, when I think of, 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 of how I've done what I've done, I guess, with Nicholas, I have, I have to tell you, it's him. Uh, it's him. And, and, and he deserves the credit um, because, you know, he's, he's, he's the one that has the outlook and the positivity. And, uh, I guess in the world of COVID to, to round it back to the question that you've asked, you just, you know, you just live your life just like you always have. And you do what you do, maybe through a different lens. Uh, but you do what you do and you live your life and, and you make, you do what makes you happy. And that's kind of what we've done as a family. Yeah, I can I can feel that has all the way threaded throughout our conversation is about just making sure that you are seeing that positive. And I love that he's been able to have access to so many incredible people that I'm sure buoy him on the days when there is nobody, when there is no podcast. Um, you know, when you've had the diagnosis and you're continuing to process through the next steps that all of these beautiful moments and memories have to serve, which is awesome. I'm so glad that he's had that throughout this whole thing. So I have a question for you and I, I didn't prep you for it. And it's tying back to the second one that I had just previously asked you. But when we pour our lives out in service to others, you know, we can do that for so long for whatever fuel we have. Um, my listeners know I'm faithful. So when I think about serving, you know, God through my service to others, it makes it a lot easier. But I'm just curious for you, what is it that you do for yourself to keep yourself moving forward with all the people you serve? Not just, you know, not just Nicholas, you have a lot of people and, you know, your, your professional world, your spouse, your other, your, your 22 year old, uh, what do you do to keep yourself filled enough to keep pouring out? I am faithful as well. Um, I, uh, so I, I will say that one of the one of the struggles through COVID has been 
not being allowed to go. I'm Catholic. And so, um, you know, there was a time, there was a period where we didn't, we couldn't go actually physically into mass. Um, and that's, you know, that's kind of what, one of the things that we do, I'm a practicing Catholic. And so, um, that, but I, I, you know, outside of that, my faith in, in God has, has helped me beyond words. Um, my, my dear friend who is, is my priest, Father Mick has really helped me in that. And the, 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 the other thing I wanted to say is it actually came from him and this was early on in our journey. Um, and, I would go, you know, I would have times and I would, you know, be in tears and, and uh, talk to him. And he said, allow people to lean or how allow people to help you. And, you know, and I said, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And he said, no, 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 stop. (laughs) He said, I'm serious. He said, lean in to people who want to help you. And a quick example of that was um, I had a, uh, we have, Nicholas does not actually physically go into school anymore, but when he uh, was going into school um, at seventh, sixth or seventh grade, it was, the backpack was full. Uh, The books that they use, you know, obviously are huge and, and all of that. And he said, and, and Nicholas was struggling with his backpack and Father Mick uh, saw me picking him up one day and he said, um, somebody wants to buy you a, a roller backpack. And I said, oh, we can, no, 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 we'll do that. And he said, Jerry, lean in, lean in to people wanting to help you. And he told me to stop talking and accept it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just the way he is. And, but, but I will say, you know, allow yourself grace and allow yourself to go in your car and cry or to go to church and pray and cry. Um, but and I guess that that's maybe what I've done. And then I have to say, uh, friends, my friends have been I have um, some very, very close folk who uh, have been, uh, you know, just above and beyond. And and I know that I can reach out. I don't a lot of times simply because um, I, I try to be a problem solver and figure whatever it is out on my own. But I guess leaning in, as Father Mick said, to friends. And so there will be times when I call or I text and say, um, you know what, I need help. Mm. And I think that's I think it's OK to ask for help. I, I do, because what are what are we going to do if we don't? Right. Absolutely. So I'm so glad that he gave you that advice early on. And I'm sure that it's hard. And and the reason I kind of pressed into that a little bit is because I can hear a little bit about who you are, um, you know, through what you're saying today. But I also know that you've been at high levels of education for your entire life and you're so used to being the one to serve others. And so it's really had to have been hard to allow for that. But I'm really glad to hear that you are. And I'm sure that's a journey that will continue throughout, um, you know, the rest of the story. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Okay. How about this? I've got my two questions that I need to ask you because I'm dying to know your responses. Are you ready for those? Okay. Oh no. Okay. Uh, Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So the first one is if you could write a letter to yourself at any age or stage, what would you say? 
and I, I know this sounds silly. Keep a journal, 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 because we, we have to look back at things to move forward and to improve. And there are times when if you are mired down in, you know, the muck, if you will, I think journaling is a good way to go back and say, but look how far you've come. So I would, I would, I know that probably isn't uh, as profound an answer maybe have you, as you have gotten over the years, but, but I think I would, I would say, please journal. No, I think it's great. And also that whole process of um, reflection and getting that emotion channeled is so huge. So I think it's a great response. Um, thank you for that. How about this one? As an influential woman, if, if individuals who are listening find themselves in a pit of fear or doubt, what could you say to help them rise up out of it? I think that if, I think we have to acknowledge where we are uh, before we move forward. And so definitely don't sweep whatever it is under the rug. Make, um, you know, make that decision to acknowledge whatever it is. Um, and then start to think, okay, now what, you know, that, that let's move forward and whether that be into others leaning in, and then that's the one I'm going to highlight the most is let's lean into others. Um, and, and really just listening to others. I think so often, um, and I fall into this way too often. I think we listen to respond rather than just listening to hear one another. And I have, I try to work on that every day. Um, but just sometimes it's just nice to, to share with others and then, and, and just, and, or be the listener. And so I'm going to say, uh, acknowledge where you're at. Don't sweep it under the rug, but no, 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 that there are brighter days ahead and others are there for you. And so lean into others um, and listen. That's so good. Um, you know, one of the things that I think so many of us that if we haven't taken that very first step that you mentioned, we could sit in that pit forever and not even know we're there. And, you know, depending on our personality types, I think we can stay there a little longer if we're people who tend to not want to acknowledge that our reality. And so that's so huge, um, you know, coming from you. And, you know, well, and I, I think too, you, and see here I go again, not listening to answer or to listening to answer, but, but it, I do think that that we as women uh, struggle with acknowledging that you know sometimes life is yucky, mm-hmm. and I and right now life's kind of you know I don't want to you know <laughs> make it too melodramatic, but there are times when we are in a in the muck, mm-hmm. and we have to be able to say you know what okay yes this is my current reality right this is my current reality. And I'm going to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. So yes, this is this is not where I wanted to be. It is unfortunate, and I'm going to acknowledge that. Now, how do I move forward? And I think that that's one of the things that really does help us in moving forward. But you have to uh, acknowledge your current uh, current reality before you move forward. 
Yeah, so good. And I love that recipe, you know, the two, acknowledge it and then move forward, you know, because that's the piece that makes your entire life message um, from this episode today and the work that you're doing right now, sometimes slogging through, but definitely shining a light um, and helping Nicholas to shine his is making sure that those steps forward because that makes it not Pollyanna. It would be one thing to say, oh, you know, like it's fine. We're ignoring it. Nope. We're going to acknowledge it and take steps forward. And that's a beautiful recipe for a wonderful life and a life lived with purpose. So thank you for your service. I've really appreciated having you on the podcast, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, um, listen to his podcast and he has a book coming out. Um, solution tree is, is publishing it and he has a book coming out. It'll be after the first of the year. It's what I wish I had known before cancer. Oh, that's amazing. And it's just, it, it's kind of his story, but again, and then, you know, this is my son. It's written um, with regard, in, in, in regards to um, kids and, and their cancer journey and, and kind of coupled with what he's gone through, but also here's a helpful tool for those kids. And uh, I just, uh, I just am in awe of him. Um, because he, he always manages to surprise me. And so when this book idea came up, it, it has been nothing short of amazing. So he's working with a ghostwriter and, and hopefully that'll be out after the first of the year. Mm, So beautiful. Well, listeners will have to make sure to look for that and let us know. We will throw it out there on the hashtag too, to make sure it gets some love. All right, Jerry. Well, if listeners are interested in connecting with you after this episode, what would be the best way for them to be able to interact with you? Oh, I would love it. Um, my email address is, may I say my email address? That's completely up to you. <laughs> it, they can email me at uh, jerryparscale at gmail.com. Um, I'm also on Twitter um, at parscaleg. And you can also find me at Instagram on Instagram and gosh, darn it. Now you're going to ask me what my Instagram uh, is, but if you just look for me, um, I think you could probably find me uh, Jerry Parscale. Yeah. I'll be sure to link it so that listeners can get right to it. Please. You know, if I, if I can be of any help to anyone else, I would be, would be more than happy to help because you know what? That's the thing. We are truly uh, in this together. Beautiful. Well, I will be sure to link all of those so that our listeners can get in touch with you and just know that your service has already been um, given today by sharing your message with such authenticity and truth. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. And I just wish you many, many blessings. Thank you so much. I continue to be completely awe-inspired by every single guest on this podcast, and I am so grateful every time you choose to share, rate, review an episode. It matters so greatly to the mission and the message of our guests, and I appreciate every time you help one another rise by lifting up the message. Thank you so much, and I appreciate you being a part of this awe-inspiring community.